You're listening to a podcast from Grace Church in Salado, Texas. For more information and resources just like this, visit us online at gracesalado.com. Well, hello and welcome to the Grace Church Salado podcast. My name is David Laws, and I'm joined by Jason Goings, pastor of preaching and vision here at Grace. Jason, thanks for jumping in. Good to be back, man. Yeah, yeah. it's good to have you back. Had a little bit of a break and uh, back from traveling the world. Uh, no, that's just an, Colorado. That's an ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> just, that's, a, that's a really optimistic phrasing. Just of that. Uh, down to Austin Airport, and you Denver. got on a plane though. Yeah, so got on a plane, something. went to Denver, then yeah. drove up to Estes Park, and it uh, it was still warm up there for Estes Park standards, but it was it was yeah, sixties and seventies. Right now, so. warm for us would be like ninety five degrees. Like people yeah. are praying for a cold front in the double digits. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it it was. Yeah, it was good to just Tasty. have a few days to be up there in the mountains. But he so. gave me a sermon illustration that he did, so you know that kind yeah. of worked in my favor. Right. On Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, if this is your first time listening, we do this podcast each week so that you would come away loving God's Word more and just helping you understand how you can take these things that you're reading in Scripture and apply them to your daily life. And so our life verse this week is going to be coming from 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9, and it says, God is faithful. By whom you were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Uh, so, Jason, you and I were even talking about it kind of leading up to the, the podcast this week of how this is like many of the, the, the life verses that we look at. If you just kind of pluck this one out, you're probably going to miss a lot of important uh, truths that are intended to go around this one verse, and it's not intended to be plucked out. So... We always like to start this way, but just knowing that it's kind of especially important, uh, help us understand what's going on in Corinthians and, you know, kind of this part of Corinthians and some context there. Well, David, you're right. Um, So everything in Scripture is there for a reason. And in all of Paul's letters, we have a familiar introduction and... This is the same, and, and and they're all intentional. Like we sometimes we kind of want to throw away, oh, Paul's just saying hi, but there's way more to what's being said here. In this case, um, there there's a heavy letter coming to Corinth. Yeah. I mean, if if uh, a necessarily heavy letter, yeah, <laughs> it's coming, and they're about to read some stuff, and it, they could be very discouraged. I mean, Corinth was the center of sexual morality, religious uh, diversity, corruption, all the way up and down the culture. And uh, in Acts 18, we're reminded that Paul actually planted a church there. He moved on, and he's writing back around A.D. 55, I think is what it is. I may be wrong on that, but I think that's what it is. And and so he's writing back to the church that he planted there because he has some concerns. The church was beginning to crumble and show signs of just a lack of health, a lack of true, sincere first love for Christ mm-hmm. uh, because they're they're beginning to kind of adopt to and associate with the corrupt culture up and down. And so yeah. the idolatrous culture and they're losing their first love. And so, yeah. so he sends a letter. And so this letter addresses a lot of that important information and stuff. And, and um, it's really his desire to help keep the church. Um, it's for us too. Yeah. Um, we need to be mindful of these things. And so at the beginning, he wants to remind them of the affection and the love that he has for them that is grounded in the deep gratitude of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So, Yeah, and so uh, today's life verse is in verse 9 specifically. Uh, so, you know, it starts off with this proclamation, God's faithful by whom you are called in the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. So 
as we start looking a little bit more at this this area of the passage, what are some of the things that really stand out to you? Yeah, well, I think I think it's good to read uh, the the few verses leading up to this, and so, and I'm going to read. I'm going to read verse four, um, our, our life verses, verse nine. So, pay attention to what actually verses four and eight are saying. And then um, we'll go from there. He says, I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace of God that was given you in Christ Jesus, that in every way you were enriched in him in all speech and all knowledge, even as a testimony about Christ was confirmed among you. Verse 7, so that you are not lacking any spiritual gift as you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will sustain you to the end, guiltless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then we have verse 9, our life verse. God is faithful by whom you were called into fellowship. So that's a lot there, right? Like verse 7 is saying you're not lacking anything. Verse 8 um, because of Jesus Christ, you will be sustained to the end and actually be sustained. And the label that was that came to you through Jesus, that you are blameless, holy, guiltless, will still be your label in the end. Yeah. That's the buildup to verse 9. So that's important, right? Yeah. When you start thinking about what, what he's saying here with our life first. So it's a and, – and so, David, why – I mean, why – we should know why that's important for the church to hear it. What? How is this different than some of the language maybe the people are used to hearing from prophets? And so. yeah, well, I mean, we, we even were talking about it kind of leading up to this. Like, this is a this is a little bit of a whiplash if you've been following along in the, in the reading plan and yeah. you've been reading these Old Testaments, uh, Amos, and especially a lot of the minor prophets. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I debated whether I was going to say this. It struck me like we went from woes, W-O-E-S, to woes, W-O-A-H-S. Like, <laughs> like there's a different there's a different type yeah. of woe that happened. Yeah. You know, in the, in, you know, in the Old Testament, when when there was this rebellion, mm-hmm. um, what was on full display was the righteousness of God, the justice of God, uh, this mm-hmm. coming wrath that was coming. And so now we're on the other side of the cross, looking at this, and. He's the same righteous God. He's the yeah. same king. He's the same judge. But there's a whole other layer to this equation yeah. that's on yeah. display. And so I think that's that's really what causes this this shift from uh, some of these other passages. Yeah, you're right. I mean, the, the beauty, and this is why I love our reading plan, because you're reading, um, if you do it like I do it, you're reading the morning in Isaiah, one particular chapter, there's eight woes. Like eight woes W-O-E-S. to you. W-O-E-S. Yeah, like, like woe to you, woe yeah. to you. You're this, you're that. And because of that, this is going to happen. And then in the evening, you come to like last week and this week is Matthew. Then you come to, we start First Corinthians. You see this tone from Paul and it's like, whoa, this is different. You said the word whiplash and it is kind of like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Told you. What's I thought happening? that was going to work. <laughs> yeah. What, what's happening here? And, and, you know, Paul was saying before I continue in this letter with similar admonishments and corrections that the children of God were receiving in Isaiah, whatever, um, the Spirit leads Paul to drop this very important doctrinal position 
He will sustain you to the end. You are still guiltless, blameless. Why? Not because you're faithful, but because God is faithful by whom you were called into fellowship with the Son, Jesus Christ. So what's happening here, and this is so beautiful for us, as you memorize this text this week and and you're you're saying, God is faithful, God is faithful. Here's what you're saying. And here's what Paul, I think, I think one thing that's happening here is the covenant before it was about the covenant of the law, keeping it perfectly. Before it was about the faithfulness of the priest. Is that person representing well? And before it was about the work and the acts of the king who was in place at that time. And the position of the people, whether they were guiltless or blameless, all, was all dependent on those three things. Mm-hmm. My work and the law, the priest advocacy for me, and the king's obedience to God. Now, Paul is reminding them, and it's like he's he's saying, I'm about to reveal some things to you that are not well. <laughs> but But unlike before, your salvation, your eternity does not rest on you keeping the law perfectly. It does not rest on the priest living and representing perfectly and it does not it does not depend on a a king acting righteously and so it begins and it ends and it's held by one person jesus christ he came and he paid the price for me breaking the law jesus came and he is the perfect final high priest who is advocating for me at the right hand of the father Jesus Christ came, and he is the king of all kings. He's enthroned forever, and he's holding and securing my fellowship with God. Verse 9, God is faithful by whom we are called into fellowship with the Son. We are being held. You're about to hear some hard things, Corinth. Yeah. Um, but God is faithful. He's holding you through Jesus Christ. Oh, it's yeah. just beautiful. Yeah, because what, what strikes me is the, the, the book itself of Corinthians, the letter— it's not absent of this call to righteous living. Like it's not absent right. of this call to repent and turn away from from these things. Mm-hmm. But what it does introduce is Paul pointing at Jesus and reminding them God is faithful. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's yeah. like there's like a shift in focus. Like all of a sudden, same things are in the picture, uh, but there's a mm-hmm. there's a new emphasis that's that's kind of brought in. Yeah, I mean the the perfect man who kept the law and fulfilled the law. The perfect priest who came to stand in our place, yeah. and the perfect king—that's yeah. who Jesus is. And all of our faith, all of our hope, what we're about to read in Corinth is—it still rests in Him. So, yeah. so I love it. let me ask you this: What do we do with this? You know, we, we we tell people at the beginning of every one of these podcasts, our goal is to help you, you know, both understand it and yeah. find ways to start embedding this stuff into in your life and letting it transform you. So what comes to your mind whenever you think of how these kind of truths can start to impact our day-to-day life? Well, well for me, a, mem- a life verse like this, and I think this is why I chose it for this year, is I think it's good to remember when we have weeks that we are, that I am off and I've sinned and I've fallen short and I feel instead of holding and letting the enemy just pound me with my um, inadequacy of, of who I am, I got to remember, no, my salvation has been bought, it's held, and it's secured by Jesus. There's going to be people tell me I'm not doing a good job. I'm going to feel like my fatherhood or my my marriage or whatever it is is breaking down. Um, God is faithful, 
and it's good to remember that. Um, this and, and it's also for me as I think about this life verse, knowing we're about to get into this chapter, and I'm praying as I read through the Bible that God reveals things to me that need to be amended and corrected. Well, it's good that when I face those things in this letter, like the Corinthians did, that I understand this is for my joy. This is for my health. This is for my correction. And um, as I remember, who is faithful? And mm. so it, I think, I think it's also a reminder that we can't have pride in ourselves. You know, mm. I mean, God's the one that makes us blameless. He's yeah. the one that's faithful yeah. when I'm not. So It's funny, that actually overlaps with a lot of things that are going to be showing up in the sermon this upcoming Sunday. But yeah, I mean, if I'm, if I'm hearing you right, a big application for you is letting these truths anchor you uh, and be present and kind of forefront of our mind whenever mm-hmm. we go through different, different seasons, whether that's just season of sin and shame or, or anything like that. But mm-hmm. let there be a stabilizing of these realities that God cool. is faithful um, yeah, and what he, what Paul's doing here in this in this opening part where he's basically saying, "Hey, before we get into the nitty gritty, know that we're thankful that it's all held by yeah. Jesus." So remember that as you listen, as you work through the week, as you read through uh, the scriptures, God is faithful. We are held in fellowship by Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Yeah. It's it's great. That's so. awesome. Well. I like that's a good place for us to land today. And so we want to say thank you for listening to the Grace Slato podcast with us. We hope that this discussion spurs you on in your love for Jesus and your love for people this week. And we'll see you next Wednesday as we look at 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 12 and 20.